Welcome to the Equipers Church Budapest podcast. We hope today's message will encourage and inspire you. For more information, check equiperschurch.au. Friends, I believe that today uh, we have big reason to celebrate. Do you agree? Not just because of the Father's Day, but I believe that we have reason to celebrate because it's Sunday. Is it true? Am I right? I believe that we have reason to celebrate because we are together. And I believe that we have reason to celebrate because Jesus is in our midst. Friends, it's written in the Bible that for where two or three of you gather in my name, Jesus said that I will be in the middle of them. If we are gathering here in the church, Jesus is in our midst. Do you believe in that? Come on. <laughs> uh, last few Sundays, uh, we, we, we were talking about uh, one topic. We are going through series. Could you help me? What is the name of the series we are going through? Great. You have a free smile from me. Thank you as a reward. <laughs> few, few thoughts I want to share. We had, we had so many, uh, so good sermons here uh, from this topic. Uh, we, we, we talked about how, how important it is to build God's house with our house. We talked about the cleaning of our house. We talked about, the, about the building God's house by firstly putting in order our house. Do you remember? If you missed some of, these, some of these sermons, I strongly recommend you to find this on podcast because this, this, uh, this series is very practical. It's something which, which we, can, what we can apply to our lives very, in a very practical way. And today, uh, I, I named my, my, my message Perfect Plan. And I want to uh, look closer to few questions and on few whys. And these whys are, are these. <laughs> Why should I serve? As we are in this, in this, uh, in this topic, I, I, I want to look closer. Why should I serve? Why should I build God's house? What should be my motivation? Why should I make available my house for God's house? What if I make it available for God and I will find out that's not what I was looking for? What if I will risk and I finish disappointed? Because we heard so many invitations to build God's house. But I want to look closer why we should do it. So we call this topic, uh, this series, Our House, God's House. And there is comma between, this, between two uh, houses. But I would rather put their equal sign. <laughs> because comma, it means something, it, it, it says like something what is separating from each other. But actually what I believe is that these two houses are coming together. They should work together. And if we are talking today about our house and God's house, I want to explain what I understand under, under this. 
So our house is our life, is our being, is our character, our skills, our abilities, everything we have in our life. And if we are talking about God's house, I believe that God's house is, uh, is church, is the church with capital C. It means that it's body of Christ. It's the bride. Jesus is bride. And Pastor Miro, he used to joke about this, that even men are <laughs> bride. <laughs> and this is quite challenging for us, right? <laughs> to be bride. Jesus is bride. And uh, as I, can, I, I can define this. The church is, the Jesus is bride, uh, this body of Christ is group of all honest Christ believers or all followers of Jesus. So I believe that this is not anymore in the New Testament. Our house is not divided from God's house. These two houses are coming and meant to be together. And why? Let's jump into, into the Bible to Matthew uh, chapter 4, verse 18 and 20. 18, 19, and 20. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, it means brothers, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. Friends, Jesus didn't invite disciples to Sunday service. He was not giving invitation cards to, to these disciples. Even more, he was not inviting them to e-group, and he was not inviting them to outreach. Please don't throw tomatoes on me. <laughs> but Jesus was not inviting disciples to Sunday service. And here is my first point. Following is more important than serving. Friends, Jesus is not inviting disciples to serve. <laughs> Jesus is not inviting disciples to, to save the world on the first place. Jesus is inviting disciples to simply follow him. Of course, they were serving with him. God saved the world. Through, the, through these disciples, by their serving. But he didn't invite them on the first place to be servants. But he invited them to become his followers. Even today, I believe that when we are, we are inviting people to church, we are not inviting them to become servants. Of course, they can be servants and they can serve. But on the first place, we are inviting people to become Jesus' followers. We don't want to have church full of servants and volunteers. This is not our goal. We want to have church full of followers of Jesus Christ. 
And then the consequence of this is that people are serving because we can't just stay and sit in the church if we follow Christ. Because our serving is, is the answer on what we got from God. It's, it's the answer on, on the love we received from God. But it can be the first thing we are doing for God. This is why following is more than serving. So what does it mean to follow? <laughs> from the history, we can see that uh, in, the, in the Old Testament, there were, there were, pre, there were teachers uh, of the law. And when someone wanted to, wanted to learn from, from a teacher, he simply, there was no <laughs> Udemy co courses <laughs> on, the, on the YouTube. There were no uh, available sources somewhere on the Google online Zooms <laughs> with teachers. But in that day, if you wanted to, to learn something from teacher, you, you started to follow him. It means that you spent time with him and you were learning as you go <laughs> with him. This is why Jesus is, is giving this invitation to disciples to follow him. Because he, he invited disciples to, to learn from him. Following is more important than serving because then our identity is not based on what we are doing, but rather on what we are, who we are in Jesus. Friends, our identity can't be based on what we are doing. Because then when you change what you are doing, you will be a different person. But if our identity is based on who we are in Christ, then our identity won't be changed even when the circumstances won't be okay. And here comes my second point. Following requires changes. If we... If we read the verse uh, 20, there is written, they left everything. They straight away left their nets and followed him. Friends, they let their life. <laughs> they leave everything they had. Their following affected their whole life. And friends, I believe that this is why our Christianity is not about Sunday. <laughs> our, our Christianity is not about serving here. <laughs> of course, it is partially. But our true Christianity, our real Christianity starts once we lock the door on this building. Friends, real Christianity starts when we apply what we, what we hear, what we listen to here. When we take what we believe, what be, of course, Sunday, don't take me wrong, I love Sundays. It's, it's, it's the cherry on the cake. It's beautiful celebration. It's something where we are gathering and where we are worshiping Jesus. And here it's in our midst and he, we, our faith can be boost, boosted here. But then we are taking this faith out of this building and we are taking this to the world. And then the mission their, their real mission starts. <laughs> and we are called to follow Jesus with everything we have. How come 
the disciples left their nets immediately. Friends, Jesus didn't give them job description. <laughs> he didn't give them the list of <laughs> what they will do. Yeah, some to-do list, agenda. <laughs> he didn't tell them the salary. <laughs> he didn't reveal. <laughs> and he didn't even tell them some promise. Jesus simply said, follow me. <laughs> simply follow me. How come that disciples left their nets immediately. Friends, I believe that one encounter with Jesus, one real encounter with Jesus can change everything. This is why we really believe in encounter with Jesus and not second-hand revelation. Friend, Jesus wants to reveal to you himself as God by first hand, by your own experience. Jesus didn't send some servants to, to, to tell disciples that, hey guys, Jesus is saying that he's, he's inviting you to follow him. But Jesus personally said to disciples, hey guys, follow me. But still there is this question, how is it possible that they followed him immediately? They let everything they had they, they let the business they, they were doing, they let the nets, they left their lives, they let everything. They were already whispering that Jesus is Messiah sent by God. But I believe that there, is, that there must be something on it. And I believe that there is, there is this fact behind this. That invitation is coming from the one who was at the process of creation. This invita invitation come from the creator, from author of their lives. <laughs> this invitation come, comes from, from the one who is savior. And when Jesus is the one who was at the process of creation, even me and you, and he is giving this invitation to you, it means that you know that, 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 that there is God in the room and he is inviting you to follow him. Our following of Jesus should affect everything. I believe that, uh, that, that it is so important to, to recognize that there is, it is more important who is inviting than the invitation, what is all about. <laughs> you know? It is more important to, to, to know the one who is inviting than what is the invitation about. And here comes my, my third point. So the first point was that following is more important than serving. Second point was following requires changes and it our following should affect or all areas of our lives. And here comes my third point. Following reveals purpose. No, it doesn't mean that all of us 
should, should leave our nets. It doesn't mean that all of us must, must simply uh, leave all we have. It doesn't mean that. But I want to look closer what Jesus said in this, in this beautiful scripture. Let's look closer. So if we cut the text around and do the extract of these verses, let's look what is written there. For they were fishers. And he said unto them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Luisa, there is another slide. Could you please move it forward? Okay, if it doesn't work, I will read it again. For they were fishers, and he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Friends, Jesus is going to make from fishers, fishers. <laughs> these, these fishers, they had ability to, and strategies how to go on the sea. When, when is the right time to put down the nets? When is good time to go on the sea? Where are the strategic fields to, to go with the boat? They had, they had relationship, uh, relationships with other fishers. They had boats. They had, they had whole equipment to be able to catch fish. And Jesus is inviting them to become fishers of men. I really believe that if Jesus is inviting you, he is not denying your nature. If Jesus is inviting you to follow him, he is not denying what he put into you. If Jesus is inviting you to follow him, you won't lost your, your passion. <laughs> you won't lose your gifts. Your, you, you won't lose this everything what God put into you when he was creating you on his image. He's inviting them to use everything to fulfill the purpose he has for them. So what it was? Friends, Jesus changed, changed the, the target. They were catching fish. They were catching the fish. And Jesus changed the fish. And they started to catch people. <laughs> so imagine that Jesus used their abilities their gifts, their relationships, everything what they were able to do to catch people for God's kingdom. So if you are here and you are afraid of losing where you are and losing something when Jesus is inviting you to follow him, you don't have to be afraid because it won't be worse, but it will be much better than before. Because God's will perfectly fits to your life. And maybe we are asking in, in our lives, why we have these abilities? Why I have this skill if, when I can't use it? I don't have opportunities to use my gifts fully. And we are trying to somehow assemble our lives together, to put it together. 
And many times we feel like, ah, maybe it, it doesn't make sense for me. Why I am where I am, why I am doing what I am doing, why I see what I see. Have you been ever like confused from this? Like you are asking questions, why? <laughs> in Romans 8, 28 is written, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Family, if we live our life according to his purpose, then all things in our life will make sense. This is inv invitation from heaven. And you know when this happens? <laughs> if we answer on the simple invitation, follow me. <laughs> if we follow Jesus, everything starts to make sense. Maybe not immediately. <laughs> Maybe it takes time. But surely God promised that everything works together for our good, for those who love him. Friends, it is not an accident that you, that you know what you know. It is not an accident that you see what you see. It is not an accident that you know that you can do what you can do. Psalms 139, verse 13. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Friends, some of you need to hear this today. That God spent time with, to create you. <laughs> I, can, I can approve this. I was waiting for my son nine months until... God need him. <laughs> Imagine that God was knitting you in the mother's womb nine months. If you think that you are an accident, think about this. Why God spent nine months by knitting you in the mother's womb if you are an accident? That's, that doesn't work together. If you are here, <laughs> I want to tell you <laughs> that God created you on his image and you are not an accident and but you are here for the purpose and there is clear purpose for your life you are not a copy of anyone else you are you are God's creation you are created for the purpose which is ready in heaven and we can we can step into this purpose by simply answering on this beautiful invitation follow me If God is inviting, if Jesus is giving us the invitation, he won't deny your purpose. He is the author. He knows what is good for you. His will perfectly fits our life. Sometimes we are called to give up on something in our life. <laughs> to follow Jesus. You know, Jesus didn't ask, uh, didn't ask, disciples to leave their nets <laughs> but they did it by their decision this is the same this is in, in the same way God is inviting us Jesus is inviting us to follow him but he is not pushing us 
to give up on something. But this is rather about the revelation about who God in our life is. Do you believe that God is not only God somewhere far away in the heaven, but He is your author? Do you believe that there is someone who really created you for something which is bigger than your desires and your dreams? This is God, your creator, your author, and he has full manual for your life. Let's read this. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Verse 19 and 12. For who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. God is not anymore about the temple. <laughs> but God chose me and you to become his temple. And this is why he sent his spirit. And he's not dwelling somewhere in, in, in man-hate temples anymore. But he's dwelling in you. He lives in you directly. <laughs> we are his temples. And his spirit is he's, he, he's, he's discovering depths of our hearts to reveal what, our, our, what are our real desires, what God put into our lives, our clear purpose, what he put into our lives. This is why he is discovering these depths of our hearts so we can step into our purpose and fulfill it. Now I want to stop it here for a while and I want to uh, watch one video with you. If we can play it. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> this is this is very funny, but actually it it looks like that when we take our lives to our hands. <laughs> you know, this guy was doing his best. <laughs> This were, I don't want to like laugh on him or, or whatever, but this was the best what he could do. This, this was the, the, 
This was the result of his abilities, of his thinking, or how, how he sees the world, what is his experience. This is the result of doing his best. And I want to look closer how it looks like when we, we take our lives to, to our hands. And of course, all of us are trying to do the best. You know, we have some parts of our lives, we have abilities, skills, relationships, we have uh, our character, we have our families, our houses, our belongings, uh, everything we have together. And what we are trying to do in our life is that we are trying to do the best version of our life and to assemble something together which is the best product we can do. Stovi said today on the prayer meeting that, that, uh, that we are stewards of what we got from God. We don't, we don't owe anything. <laughs> we are just stewards of what we got. So of course with that we are trying to do our best. But if we still hold it, just hold it in our hands, it can look like this. You know, let's say that this is the life of someone else. And there is the, how do we call this? Ways, ways, ways okay. Thank you. And let's say that this is its purpose. And if we are trying to copy someone else because we like it, <laughs> let's say that this is my life. If I'm trying to copy uh, someone else's life, it can, it can look like this. Of course it, of course it works. <laughs> it works. It's, it's even nice. <laughs> but but it's not created for, for holding the flower. This drilling machine is not created for, 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 for this purpose. This vase is created for that, but not a drilling machine. <laughs> this drilling machine has totally different purpose. Of course, and, and we have some equipment around, so I'm, I'm trying to do my best in our life so it fits somehow. Yeah, even this cable is very nice when there is this flower. And there is some drill close to it, so I will put it here so it will build some decoration. But it is not created for this. And friends, so, so we are. <laughs> if we are taking our life to our hands, and many times we, we find ourselves like asking why I don't understand my life. Why I don't understand what, what should I do with this gift? What should I do with this ability I have in, in life? I can fit it to my life. This is something which is, I don't know what to do with this. But God knows. <laughs> Maybe you don't know why you have all you have. But believe me, trust me, God is ready to reveal you and to assemble and to put everything together so it will make sense for you. And how we can do it, how we can get from this stage of our life, what we can do to, uh, to, <laughs> to, to move far, forward from this. Friends, you know what? It's pricey. And you know why? Because usually 
we are doing our best. We are trying to do our best to, to, to assemble together everything, to, to put together everything in the best way we can. And it, when God is asking us to give up on it, it's pricey. Because we are giving up on something which is our best. It cost us a lot because we put so much effort to, to do this. Of course we are doing our best. And it costs us energy, it costs us time, and it looks like this. But Jesus is, is giving us invitation, follow me. You know what does it include? Psalms 37, verse 4 and, 4 and 5. Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust Him. Trust also in Him, and He will bring it to pass. I want to read another scripture. Luke 9, 23 and 24. Then He said to them all, If anyone wants to become my follower, he must deny himself. Take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. Friends, we are called to lose this. The best we can do to get the best from God. He prepared for us. How we can do it? <laughs> How I can get from this stage to the purpose I was created for? I believe there is a way. There is the source. There is the altar, and there is the altar, creator of our life. And if, if we want to find our purpose revealed in our lives, there is simple invitation, <laughs> follow me. And this, you, you know why Jesus is, is inviting us to follow him? Because only he, can connect us with the Father. Only Jesus can connect us with the one who is creator, who is savior, who is author of our lives. So how we can do it? You know, then there is this strong moment on the, on the, during the worship and you are singing, I surrender it all, you know, and you are crying. And it's so hard to give up on it. And Jesus is simply asking, follow me. Give up on things you are doing in your own strength. So you are putting the first thing down and saying, okay, Lord, I am giving up. I am giving up on it. Okay. It's that, in, it's that enough. And Jesus says, no. <laughs> 
You have to follow me with all areas of your life. Following is not about coming to Sunday service. Following is about giving available, letting faith to touch all areas of our life. So that's not enough. Okay, so again, I am singing. I surrender it all. And Jesus is asking for, asking for next thing. So I'm giving up nap on it. So it's here. And again, we are asking, is that enough, Jesus? And he says, no. Follow me with everything you have. Deny yourself. Come on. It will be good. He's encouraging us. Don't, don't be afraid. You are losing maybe in the eyes of people, but you will receive life of the fullness from Father. So, what should I do? He's inviting me to connect to the source. Because we, are, we can get to Father only through Jesus because it's written that He is the only way, life, and truth. So I'm coming through Jesus. I'm, I am denying myself. I'm connecting to God. And then I can try what is my life about? So I take it and try. Wow. And first time in my life I experienced that I am not created to to spin some flower <laughs> or to just hold it somewhere. But I am created. But I'm created for something else. And Jesus is saying, no, 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 that's not all. I will, I will give you everything. I will equip you for the purpose you have. So he's taking things you, di you, you didn't understand why you have. And he's taking it and he's assembling it together. And part by part, area by area, he's taking and he's, he, he's assembling it together. And then you try again and you see that, hey, I can drill now. I don't want to drill this table, but <laughs> God bless Sela Cafe. So if you give up on your imaginations about your life, about your dreams, if you deny it, it looks for a while that you are losing. But actually at the end, you are finding your purpose. You are stepping into something what you were created for. Friends, I want to finish with, with a testimony I experienced uh, in my life. And it was, uh, it was five years ago when I was, when I was uh, head of logistics uh, of small airline in Slovakia and director of big airline from Czech Republic with around 60 aircrafts came to me. He invited me for a dinner and he gave me, how to say, opportunity which comes just once in life. <laughs> he said, Milan, I want you to work for our company. I want you to, I want you to 
to work at our department in purchasing. I am ready to pay as much as you want and you can give me any requirements you have because I really want you to work in Prague for my department. I was happy. I, I, I thought that, okay, this is, ah, thank you, Jesus. But in my heart, I felt that I didn't have peace. And I knew that this is not the way for me. Then I decided that, okay, I, I don't want to simply reject this. <laughs> I, I rather want to make this situation in the better way, so I will, I will change my requirements and I will, I will like raise it too high so they, they will reject me. So I did. I said that I want to work for the same money just three days a week and then I won't work. And crazy requirements. And this, this director, he said that, Milan, this is crazy. I haven't experienced this in my, during, in my career, but I want you, so I accept. Then it was even <laughs> more difficult for me to reject it. But I felt in my heart that this is not the way. This is not purpose I live for. And friends, it was, it was crazy. I, I'm not a, a hero. <laughs> Really, I was crying in my, in my room because finally I rejected. And two weeks I was, I was just walking in Galanta in the small city in Slovakia like, what I did, what I did, this is crazy. I am crazy, I got crazy, I got like opportunity of my life and I rejected, oh my, what happened? But then in two weeks, I found myself on totally different place. I found myself in center for drug addicted people. <laughs> totally different field, by the way. <laughs> I came there because I, uh, I, I wanted to be there as a, some volunteer and I, I supposed to make some website for them, but finally they didn't have enough uh, therapists so they asked me to become therapist, voluntary therapist there. And I, <laughs> the psychologist, she, she wanted to fire, fire me immediately because I don't have any knowledge, I don't have any skills, I don't have any social background and psychology, nothing common with therapy. I have technical degree. So she wanted to fire me, fire me immediately but they didn't have people, so she accepted. Friends, what I experienced there was amazing. I, I went there because I wanted to experience gospel in, in, in a practical way. And when I was, uh, when I was serving these guys, these drug addicted people, God was giving me instant uh, revelations, instant visions for, for these guys. And I want to share just one testimony because I have a lot of them. But one day, two, two men there, they, were, they had muscles like this. They were fighting together. So I, I have 173 centimeters, so I, I rather let them. <laughs> so they finished their fight. And, and during this fight, during this fight, I got revelation. I got, I, I got the vision the word of wisdom for one guy. 
and he, I asked him to come to, uh, to, the, to the office and he was so nervous because he was addicted. And he, he told me, Milan, if you will tell me something, some word of wisdom, I will kill you, I will hit you and I will fight with you. So I was sitting there and I, I, I told him, okay, I accept. I accept. I am here. I know that I am risking that you can hit me because you are nervous and you are addicted, but I have a word for you. And I told him what God told me. And it was simple, just simple uh, words that about, about his family. And when he, he, he heard this, he started to cry. And then we, were, we, we, we went on our knees, we were praying together and he repented. And he was healed from addiction. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Friends, this is what God made with my technical degree. <laughs> you know what happened in the morning when I was leaving this place? It was 24 hours shift. I left the place. I got into the car. Friends, as I, 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 I closed the door, I started to cry out from joy. I was like, I, I, I played the worship. I was crying all the time. I was worshiping God. I was crying out loudly from the joy. I was just laughing. And I was asking myself, what am I doing? I got crazy or what? And you know what I realized? That I found my sweet spot. That I found the purpose I was created for. And, and maybe, you know, I, I really believe that God would bless me even in the airline. Of course. But God has prepared something beautiful for your life. Which perfectly fits to your gifts, abilities, everything, everything you have. And he is able, he's ready to assemble it together. So you will find the fullness of your life. And maybe you won't have everything. I was volunteer there and on the other place, they promised me the salary. So it's not about having everything, but it's about having, it's about having the fullness from God. This is the sweet spot which is ready in heaven for us. And this starts by simple invitation from Jesus. Follow me. Friends, if we can stand up, we will pray together. And I, I have... I have a few things I want to pray for. And before I, I uh, jump into it, I want to share uh, one vision I, I got when we, I was praying for uh, today's sermon. I saw the, the train and I saw the locomotive with wagons <laughs> behind it. And I saw how locomotive with these wagons were in the station. And as the, as the locomotive departed from the station, some of the wagons stayed in the station. It, it looked like somebody forgot to, to connect it to others. So I saw that it, it worked. 
It went, it went perfectly, but some of the wagons stayed in the station. And I, I believe that in the, this picture, Jesus is the locomotive. And wagons is our lives, is our life. And what I believe that Jesus is inviting us as he is giving us this invitation to follow him is that he is in inviting, he's giving this invitation to follow him with everything we have. Not, not, not to leave something behind somewhere in the station, somewhere at the back. <laughs> so this is my, my first prayer. Uh, let's pray that we can give everything to, to Jesus and, and to be able to follow him with everything we have. The second, second point uh, I want to pray for is accepting our life. I mean our life as, a, as it is. It means your body. <laughs> Some of us need to accept our bodies. Because if we honor God's creation, we have to honor even ourselves. God is inviting us to, to, honor, uh, to honor our skill sets, our abilities, everything we have in our life. Third point I want to pray for is to, to believe that our life has purpose. And specifically, I sense that uh, there are people who, who are underestimating themselves. Who are underestimating what they can do. And, and this is not, I want to say that this is not honoring God. If we believed well, that God gave us gifts and he's encouraging us to do something, this is glorifying and honoring God. Not underestimating, even if it's, it looks humbling. And, and last thing I, I sensed is that some of the people here, uh, they lost belief that God is good. And I want to declare it today that God is good. God is good all the time. And if you are wondering why in your life, why, 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 I want to tell you, I want to declare today, God is good. His heart is good. And He is good to you, to your life. And He is ready to reveal you His purpose what he has ready for you. If we can pray together. And if anything from this is relevant for your life, if we can close our eyes, and this is the moment which we can just let Jesus to touch us. This is not about performance. This is not about the stage. This is about you and Jesus. This is about connection between you and him. And you don't have to wait for this. You don't, you don't have to <laughs> wait with this decision. Because he is ready to, to establish connection between you and father. So if you, you, want to, you want to establish this connection, you want to um, react on this, these prayers, just stretch your hands to him. And let's worship him for a while. Let's declare that he is good, that we believe that he is good. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 
Jesus, thank you that this is not about the performance, this is not about, about us, about our abilities, but we really want to lift our eyes, our look, and we want to look at you. And we want to receive uh, your visions. We want to receive how you see our lives. How you see our lives. How you, how you see our, our circumstances. What are your thoughts about us? And I pray, Lord, that you would bring your, your thoughts from heaven about us to the earth. I pray, Lord, that you would bring your revelation about you, about following of you to our lives. And we are here for you, Lord, and we want to follow you. We are here, Lord, and please give us enough strength to follow you. Give us, give us enough strength to, to deny ourselves, even if it is hard. And we really want to trust in you. We want to believe that you have the best plan for us. We are here for you, Lord, and we want to put our trust in you. And we want to receive your will for our lives. We are here, and I, I, I pray, Lord, that... Uh, if there is any destructive thoughts which is, which is coming and trying to destroy life of someone here, I pray, Lord, that you would stop it in the name of Jesus. That all destructive thoughts about our lives, about our bodies, all destructive thoughts about uh, our purpose are casted out in the name of Jesus. And we receive, we receive your thoughts about us, Lord. Thank you that you have beautiful plans for us, Lord. Thank you that you have beautiful future for us. That you promised that if we will seek your kingdom on the first place and your righteousness, everything else will be added. And we want to stand on this promise, Lord. Thank you that you are ready. And we are ready to.